Hello everyone, you're listening to Say It In Common, where we talk about it all, not just Dungeons and Dragons. I'm AJ Cannon. A I'm good Seth Templin. I was going to say a good six feet away from me is Dungeon Master Seth Templin. Yep. Keeping quarantine uh, safe. That's right. That's right. So uh, we're going to hop into our first segment here, if we want to call it that. Keeping it in common, where we're going to talk about a little recap, a little segment about the campaign. And y'all just listened to uh, episode one. So, Seth, hopefully you, you've listened to episode. Yeah, one. hopefully if not, you've you should go over there now. Um, but if if you have, you know that we had a little tragic backstory there in episode one. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that, Seth? Where did this idea come from? So to start out, we have been playing. Our group has been playing D and D together for a good three years, I think. Um, AJ is one of the newer members. It started off uh, my buddy Anthony. He started watching the Netflix show Stranger Things and we were we went to high school together we kind of grew apart as we got into adulthood but he texted me one day just saying hey can we be best friends again if I play Dungeons and Dragons because he knew that I was like a huge nerd in college and learned to play Dungeons and Dragons so uh, yeah I told him come on over uh, we'll make a character sheet I have a really nerdy friend named Tyrell, also on the podcast. I was like, <laughs> he'll love this. So I texted him as soon as Anthony asked me that. I was like, hey, Anthony's wanting to play uh, Dungeons & Dragons. You interested? He immediately answered yes. Uh, and then I think he pretty quickly invited Cameron. He might have missed a few sessions. My sister had played a few times, so she was with us in the beginning. Uh Another friend that's kind of got away from us now. Uh, he played for a while and he left. And then AJ come in. I took some convincing though. Yeah, he he knew he would like it. <laughs> is why he didn't want to play it for the longest time. I knew I'd like it. I didn't want any more hobbies. Anything else to spend money on. He's a very busy guy. This is a pretty good hobby for not spending too much money. Like, well, yeah, pretty much. You don't have to buy. Like, if you buy one set of dice. But any, I mean, anyone in the hobby will tell you you're not just going to buy one set right, of dice. I have probably ten. But you, you've get, you're getting nice gifts from your family for yeah, Christmas and stuff. Right. Like you, he has all the wormwood, not sponsored, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the boxes and wormwood dice and stuff. He has some nice stuff. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little overrated, over a little overkill. Yeah. So we've been playing for three years or so, and mostly I would do. I'm the forever DM to them. I kind of hate it, but I have my own Forever DM. I, I have a group that I sometimes play with on a different night online. But when we're together, uh, I've pretty I, a few people's done some one shots, um, but I've pretty much been the DM. You're, you're the campaign, the yeah, long run. Yeah, I try to make my games long so that we'll have a focus and get back as quickly as we can. So we did a lot of modules, and modules can be tough because. They're they're strong. There's a lot of modules that are just strong out there. Like I've killed, I have TPK'd my group five or six times. You don't like modules. I don't like I don't like book games because it's all combat. I don't know. It just doesn't it doesn't leave as much room for role playing. I don't feel like you can be as involved because like when a when the DM creates a character or creates an NPC or like an entire town. 
Like he knows like the whole culture and can describe that to you. When you're just reading out of a book something that somebody else created, it's just kind of, I don't know. See, if you had a good DM, not me, they could just bull no, crap it for not you. Not true. That's they could just true. bull crap it. You do bull crap it all the time. That's what I do now. Game. Yeah, I should just start doing that for modules, and you'd probably like modules a lot more. It's very possible. I just don't feel as invested in a book game. Maybe. Like I'm super invested in my character for the commoners. So we were just talking about this before the podcast, like um, how AJ got in. We were, I was actually running uh, the players through the tales of the young portal. And I'd kind of strung all of these different dungeon crawls into one story. Like they all, uh, were connected. Um, I won't spoil any of them. If you've not ever played there, there's a lot of fun. Some, most of them are very classic from older editions of D and D, uh, that have just been brought up and made, uh, fifth edition approved. They're fun. You should play them. Um, but I was, I ran them through the the Sunless Citadel, I think. I don't think you were part of that one. No, I, mean, okay. so I don't think I was. And then you came in for the second one, which was the Forge. The It was... Hold on. That sounds... The familiar. Forge of Fury. That there, sounds right. Yeah. Uh, a dwarf lord had like hidden a bunch of powerful items away or something right that's the one where they fought the dragon yeah the the yeah down in yeah. The, that yeah. hole with the water and we were shooting it with bows and yeah. stuff yeah and then you missed the next week after we finished that one we started the next dungeon we got to the third one the hidden shrine of i'm gonna say this wrong tomoakan tomoachan not sure the kind of native american uh one you didn't step foot in that one right no your I didn't. character was there i think my, or did we run no, it off my somewhere? character did not go okay they went without me. And the mermaid in there absolutely killed everybody. Except so it was, yeah. So Jack is still out there alive somewhere. He's still out there. Yeah. He needs to make an appearance at some point somewhere. So at this point, I was kind of burned out on DMing. I wanted to play really bad. Uh, so I convinced Tate, or Anthony, to uh, to DM a few games. He did a... Uh, he did a one shot that turned into, I think, a two or three shot because it just took a long time. We, yeah. He built this enormous maze. That was uh, it was super awesome. That was all homebrew, right? Yeah. 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 He homebrewed the whole thing, I think. Uh, Tyrell did a one shot or two. I think Cameron tried a module. But Tate's game, um, we played, we were allowed to play evil characters. And I got to play, and I created a barbarian. Yeah. Female barbarian. A female barbarian. What was her name? I can't remember now. Sheila. Sheila. No. Or Shayla. Shalon. Shalon. Because okay. yeah, I, t- I totally stole the name from uh, Brandon Sanderson's uh, Stormlight oh, okay. Archive book. Yeah. Okay. So she was she was super evil, and we whole thing was finding uh, this book. It was like an evil book. Yeah. It was, it, I. It's in the DM or the yeah the DM's book. I feel stupid for not knowing. It's like the Necronomicon, pretty much. But yeah, it's not pretty much. That. Yeah, and um, so we find that, and my character is in the room alone with it, and she steals it, and the entire maze starts coming down. And the other two players that was playing at the time, just like I just ran out and said, "We got to go," and they, you kind of uh, made a game a little it. bit, saying that I had it, yeah, and you wanted to search my bag. So we, since we were evil, it was totally on board. We could we fought each other, uh, and I held my own against two characters. It was pretty fun, but we used some interesting stuff. And then my character read the book, and 
uh, Anthony rolled some stuff that happens when you read this book, and it became I became a lich. No, I became an undead, just an undead. Yeah, like, and a whole bunch of other like non 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 yeah important goofy things. stuff like yeah. you smelled from I smelled really bad. <laughs> yeah, but so it completely changed this whole thing. But um, I I had believed in the uh, in a god until I read this book, and then my entire universe switched to caring about this book. I had to protect this book because I'd read it. That's just one of the things that happened. And so we, like, I killed somebody else. I killed my own personal valet. Oh, yeah, Yeah. your helper dude. And I convinced Tyrell's character to join me because he was was following an evil god already. So I just convinced him, hey, we can can wreak wreak some havoc. Yeah. And your character yeah, was left. off. You were, yeah, you were kind of a good guy, even though you were a rogue and thief. Yeah, I'm so I'm, you know the chaotic kind yeah. of guy. You so were we, the lawful evil one. Yeah. So we got into this thing where we decided to do another campaign of, and we we're going to do an evil campaign led by Tate. He was going to keep telling the story of Shalon and other. We were going to get all the players to come up with an evil character, and then on the upswing of that, I was going to DM a parallel game of good characters led by AJ's character. He like a nut. We had another God come up and talk to him and told him he's going to have to fix this situation that he was a part of and kind of blamed him for it. So we were all going to create good characters. So I was going to DM the good game. Tate was going to DM the bad game. And eventually we were going to have this fight where we could choose if we, if we liked our good character, our evil character more, and then if you, whichever one you gave up, the DM was going to play that character in this final fight and see who actually won. And it was going to be a really cool Super idea. Super cool. Super cool idea. I love the idea. And Tate says he still wants to run it. It just didn't really work out at the time. Yeah. <laughs> so, but during that, like, we, me and Tate really got into home world building. And, like, it, I'd never really tried it before. And I suddenly, like trying to build help him build this world that I was going to have to DM for the good side I decided I can do this so I like started playing around with it and I created this the world that we're in now Palexia and all oh, that you created it for that game no because he had, he it was his world I just oh, got okay. so into the the world building of it that I started creating working okay. on my own because gotcha. I think I had y'all even roll other characters right we were gonna do something else another home brew of something it's I had you build a city remember oh yeah, yeah I don't I remember, remember that, yeah. what that was about yeah, I had a why we were doing sorcerer it. guy ready to go yeah don't know how that fell apart. that was just another game we were gonna have yeah. on the side anyway don't know I think actually we were gonna. That was our plan before the evil thing, and we was like, the evil thing is so good. Yeah, we've got to go with that because that 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 was supposed to just be a one shot. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But so when the evil campaign and the good campaign kind of just fell off, we did we try another module. We played Curse of Strahd some. We we've played Curse of Strahd a little bit. I think that was just kind of the best best book game we played. I think we're gonna finish that eventually. Like we'll probably make a podcast of that when we finish Commoners. I, I love Curse of Strahd. It's fun. It's pretty cool. But the entire like we've all like you're you're here because of Critical Role. We're here because of Critical Role. <laughs> like like Critical Role has majorly affected the D and D universe, the D and D game. Like they have made this a a hobby that is not embarrassing for people. It was never embarrassing for me. I always liked it. 
Like I'm pretty confident in myself, but it's brought it into the light. People know about this game more. It's super famous. People love Dungeons and Dragons. Cool. And they, wow. Yeah, they should. It's cool. So, I mean, we're here because of Critical Role. They like they they set the bar. They set the bar high. Like, you know. But we're not voice actors. We do not have all this money to throw at sound guys. But we also wanted our game to quit being hey, let's talk about this in the, like in between combat. Like we wanted to get away from hanging out, I guess, and try to focus more on the story. We'd still hang out. We talk we still talk for hours afterwards or hours <laughs> before, before the game. Yeah. But we wanted to get away from talking in the middle of the game and focus on the game. So I said, Hey Jay, why don't we do a podcast? Why don't we try like actually like get everyone to sit down, focus on the story, and that's pretty much what we decided to do. And because we're all normal people and we're not these nerdy ass voice actors, we're not these like we're not super talented like these people, we're just common folk. That's where the whole idea of being the commoners came from. So I found a website that made level zero characters. My wife is looking at me because she can't believe I said that. <laughs> it's from Critical Role. Yeah, Cynthia. it's it's the Critical Role catchphrase. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the uh, so when I found this level zero thing, I really like like that idea because I the whole point of a story is you're not supposed to be these super godlike characters. You're eventually going to be. Right. And actually, because y'all took the level zero, y'all was going to be more powerful than you were because you just got a butt ton of extra stuff. We did. You did get really cool stuff because, well, it's specialized stuff. Yeah, it's very specialized stuff, which you wouldn't guess that from Quincy, I don't think. We don't want to give too much away. Yeah, I I didn't. Well, I did get, I mean, I got some big pluses. Yeah. Because so you basically you, you pick a background right that's all you're mm-hmm. picking you pick a background because you're not picking a class and then you get background bonuses that you yeah. don't get because you're not getting a class which I even had them roll it like I gave them three uh, is a list of d of 100 different uh, backgrounds and um, I gave them three chances and they could choose whatever one and then create their character based off of that so that's how we come up with an actor for AJ, a baker for uh, Anthony. And uh, I think it was Wizard's Apprentice was Tyrell's and Dwarven Outcast. Or uh, I don't remember what his actually was called because I wasn't sure what he was getting at yeah. the time. I actually have that page saved right here. I was we gonna need see, to, like, we're going to link it for sure. Um, okay, so as an actor... I got plus four to charisma off of that. Just yeah, plus four at level zero to at charisma. level zero plus four to charisma and plus one to all other. Yeah, that's so, insane. I mean, that's just, yeah, so then, that's and then after that, we would have we we roll. I am I believe in the rolling system. I don't like doing the standard array. Uh, that's boring. The whole point of this game is for luck and chance. So we did the uh, forty six. Drop the lowest one. Reroll ones is yeah. how I how I do it. And they all came up with some incredibly interesting characters. It's great. Every campaign should start like that. Level zero. I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, I guess if you're playing a one shot or something, you know, you need to be level three, four, five, whatever, to make it fun. If you're doing a long, like, if you're starting at one at level one, and you want the whole premise to be that these were normal people, go and start at level zero. Like it, it only takes I think a hundred experience points. 
to uh, we leveled up after yeah yeah I, like just episode, plan on leveling up after the first episode yeah like uh, which I, I mean, I kicked y'all's butts in the first episode, right? Which pretty bad, but yeah. that was part of the story. Like I knew, we, like, we were expecting. Yeah, it. That, that was the thing. Like it probably sounds really bad on the podcast. Like we're just walking in there and just getting the crap beat out of us. Yeah. But, but y'all are just normal people, right? They, 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 those uh, that group is adventurers. Like, and that was something else. Like I, I, mm, I read this uh, series called NPCs. I don't want to say I got the complete idea from it because like I already told, but the whole thing is the book is about these uh, NPCs in a game that somehow come to life and their conse- their life and their consequences affect the game that people are playing out in the real world, quote unquote real world. Um, because I'm pretty much there's two real worlds, the game world and the real world and both decisions affect both areas. So it's, it was really interesting. I totally recommend anyone reading that book series. It's not completely finished yet. I'm looking forward to reading more of it. But where was I going with that? <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, the whole thing is, if you just look at character, at player characters, most of the time they're these murder hobos. And so I wanted to... In a, like I wanted to keep my players, which I don't think my players are murder hobos at all. I don't think y'all just want to kill no, anything that well, moves. Like, not well, at all. I've no. never had that problem with y'all. But I also wanted y'all. I wanted to put into the game a group that seems like like that. other people yeah. are playing. Them. They yeah, <laughs> kind of like group they can those those else. NPCs. Which I think do y'all did y'all know the name of. The one that talked to you? I didn't, Stefan, I, yeah. Stefan, okay. I definitely didn't give the names of the other ones to y'all. No, we don't know them yet. So, and that's going to be interesting. I have, I know, like I've wrote, all, I know who all of them are, and it's going to be, I'm really looking forward to that. But they feel like they're above the law. They feel like they can do whatever they want and get away with it because they are the adventurers. And that's, I mean, we, I, we have uh, actually recorded a few games of that because we knew we're not the most dedicated weekly group. We just can't. We have Cameron lives three and a half hours away from us, yeah. so he can't be here every week. Uh, Tate's married. I'm married. AJ's not. AJ's not. <laughs> Tyrell's not. AJ not. and Tyrell are always here. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But like when you getting up in age and having like. Ties like jobs. Cameron's like he has work on some Saturdays is what day we usually play. So like he just can't be here every Saturday. So we tried to get ahead, and I guess it's a good thing we weren't releasing them the whole time. Otherwise yeah, we'd have a we gap here, a huge gap. Yeah, yeah. So we're we do we the last one we did was episode six. Yeah. So we're we're quite a few ahead, but we try not to give too much away here because we know yeah, what we're we're have. trying to focus so, solely on the first uh, yeah. episode. Did did you like what did you enjoy about the first episode? Because it was it was very different from any D and D game that I think that we've played here. Yeah, by far. Well, it was it's just you can't at level zero you can't go fight you can't go fight a bunch of like high level stuff. You can't go. It can't just be anything. You got to be doing like menial daily tasks. And the fact that you had us like trying to catch chickens like that was I mean that is just no. It feels like a normal day. You're out just doing your stuff. I just thought it was kind of cool, and you got to kind of see like how each person, how each character was going to be. I, I don't think 
like you go into a campaign or you go into a one shot, you don't know exactly how you're going to play your character until you start playing them. Like right. you have an idea of what the, what their background is or whatever, but until you kind of get into the character, we kind of talked about that before. Like if you if you watch like season five of a TV show and you go back and watch the pilot episode, like a lot of times stuff stuff's way different. People behave way different. I think Anthony of, changed Buck from episode one. To I, th- two. I think he was way stupider in episode yeah. one than he gets down the road. Yeah, I think he wants him to come off as a much uh, more down to earth, smart character. Yeah, yeah, and I like that. I, yeah, I do too. No problem with that. And and we all kind of just came into our our own little things. And uh, but yeah, I just I don't know if I if I or catching the chickens as like a combat that was the combat or killing the foxes I guess was the combat pretty pretty interesting and different yeah. and and fun and it was funny because we were rolling really bad and all that stuff but I mean how do you come up with the with the hammer drop there at the end okay well because <laughs> that I mean yeah. that's was it was dark, dark. we it were was. like having, yeah we're all having a great time you yeah. know it's funny and then all of a sudden wow I like grittier things. Like I do want this to be a. I don't think I'll ever go that dark again in the campaign. Like it's gonna people will die, and I mean that's just D and D, right? Um, I know that y'all, you players, are never gonna do something that dark on your own. Like I don't, y'all would not become the other characters. No, that. y'all no. wouldn't do that. None of y'all would. I just know y'all. Even if we played an evil campaign, I don't think y'all would. But I had to get y'all out of Hollyhead. Like. Had to. You got to start the journey. You got to get the journey going. So, I mean, I railroaded y'all a little bit. <clears throat> well, you have to. And as a DM, like, kind of. I think it's okay to railroad your players a little bit. Like, if you have players that are just trying to keep off the rails so much that they're just going to ignore your hints and stuff, that's Super it's annoying. hard on a DM. Yeah. I want to do what you have planned because I know you have something cool planned. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of times you, you try not to make it look like you're railroading us, but if you're trying to go somewhere with something, I, I just go. Yeah. That's where we're going. Because well, that's what you've got planned. I, I try to keep it open to you. Like y'all could have went anywhere from that point. I just had to get y'all out of Hollyhead. I kind of gave you, I gave you the cart with the right. vegetables as a way of making some money, and kind of sent you up north. If you wanted to go south, you could have went south. You didn't have to listen to me on that. You yeah, could've, I would have, I would have, uh, I would have followed whatever. But that's what we, that's what we would do. We would do whatever anybody told us to do. They that said, is, go yeah. such and such place because and the, try to sell this. Mayor Vanivar was a person of influence to y'all. Right. Um, also, uh, gosh, it's been so long. I can't remember, uh, Tyrell's mentor's name. Solaris. Solaris. It was a weird name anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I had to get y'all out of there. Um, and that also it shows just how corruptible the black cloaks or the silent brothers, whatever, whichever. So are they, we're supposed called. to know that they're paid off, I guess. Yeah. Did did the adventurers pay them off or they just don't care? Well, I, I think it was a... The way I envisioned at the time, the adventurers were the first ones and they reported y'all. They didn't have to do any more than that. Okay. They, 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 the Silent Brothers are not worried about finding the truth. They're worried about uh, putting out punishment, like fixing whatever's wrong. Like, this girl was raped and killed. They did it. Okay. And y'all were the ones that it was, yeah, like they just pointed the finger at you, and that was enough for the Silent Brothers because they do not care about justice. They just care about putting out the punishment. Right. Kind of like robots. Yeah. Yeah. But they're not robots. They're not robots. They are, they're humanoid things. Is there, is there, I mean, I don't want you to give too much away, but is there something deeper with them? Absolutely. Okay. And if y'all continue to allow me to railroad y'all, <laughs> y'all <laughs> will probably find out within a few sessions. Okay, cool. Cool. 
I, yeah, I, like I said, I actually planned on starting this campaign. I, th- I think I've told you before that I, pl- like, I wrote this campaign to start off already at Dairy okay. at level five. Yeah. So from Hollyhead to Derry, I'm just trying to get y'all to level. And then we'll get on the main storyline that I've had kind of figured out for a longer time. Okay. Everything has been kind of just made up at this point. Before okay. that, so just, free, just free balling. Yeah. Like, uh, and cool stuff. Yeah. It's fun. I, like, that's part of I don't want to railroad y'all too much. If y'all, I can't talk about the next episode because it's not dropped yet. Right. But uh, y'all get to a place and y'all could have left it immediately. If you wanted to just, oh, we've got to get these vegetables. We've got to hurry. It would have been fine. But so you had, you had I, I gave there. I had stuff planned for the town that you're you're about to go to, and then I had stuff. Actually, y'all don't even make it to town on the next episode. Y'all uh, talk to no, the, it didn't. Y'all, y'all meet somebody on the next yeah. episode. So, um, and we don't play the longest games. We're not going to put out a six hour episode. I don't think. Maybe if we have a super boss fight that takes yeah, if that we long, had, but, yeah. I don't plan on role-playing for six hours because that's hard to listen to. We want our podcast to be short and concise. Yeah. And by giving shorter games, we're able to really... Um, I can find out where y'all want to go. Well, the the first one, I think, was the shortest one. I mean, they, most of, they've been pretty much over two hours, two and a half, three hours. Yeah. But uh, one, one more thing. Do we ever do anything that you're completely sur- surprised by? In the first episode, uh, I thought you were going to stay in the bar... And for it with uh, Virgin. Oh, while well, they went to go get the yeah. chickens, and uh, you you probably hear me like uh, panicking a little bit. So what but, what would have happened if I would have stayed? I I mean I pretty much had Bridget already convincing you like shouldn't you go with them? I'm like yeah, you should, you should go. Oh, you thought I was gonna do that on my on yeah. my okay. I thought Anthony you were you Anthony's me character to stay. Buck was hardcore trying to get you to stay, which makes right. sense. I mean he wants you to hook up with us. He's girl. trying to be like, a, yeah. good, a good friend. Good, yeah, yeah, good friend. Wingman. Yeah. You just like, uh, you just can't even think of everything that's gonna. No, happen. there's no pot, no chance yeah. of it. People always do something that's just completely wild, and that's fun. I want y'all to do that. Like, right. go off the rails a little bit, and I'll rein it back in somewhere. Yeah, I'll catch up to you if we have to make a U-turn. Or right. Something. Well, yeah. that's a good. That's a good DM. See, that's where I. I mean, I, I when I do a one shot or something, I mean, I always. Well, that last one that you and Tyrell did. I mean, puzzly. One house that you're in, you can't really go too yeah. far. You just got to investigate. One shots. Uh, I mean, it's a very short railroad. Yeah. I mean, what you, you can be an absolute douchebag and just completely like, nope, we're yeah. not going to that place. <laughs> right. Yeah. Take well, us somewhere else. Make something else. On that, the, no, yeah. that's not fun. That, like you've worked for a couple of weeks on that. Like, no. Right. And I don't. I have never played with that kind of flair. I don't think. Like I've just uh, just somebody that just yeah, does just, whatever. No. What you most got player, planned, most players, cool. especially if they've DM, know like this is the this is the carrot on the stick. We're right. supposed to follow that. Well, I mean, if you think of it as like like playing a video game, normally you're going to follow the quest. Yeah, I mean, a lot of, a lot of video games. You That's can't. not true. Like I think Cameron says he still hasn't beat Skyrim because he's just doing everything <laughs> else. <laughs> so see that I'm I'm the opposite when it comes to video games. Which Seth knows. I mean, I hate side quests. I was playing Skyrim, and I was—I'm uh, late to the game. I mean, I just beat it like a few weeks ago. I yeah. never played Skyrim, and Tyrell got me to borrow it from him, and I played it. But I was always texting them, saying like asking questions and stuff, and not knowing what to do. And because I was just trying to beat the main story, and the first time I got up there to to fight Alduin, I wasn't—I mean. 
When y'all did that run through the day, I don't know how you beat him because yeah. I was like level 10 and I could not do it. We beat it like level four. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not being an experienced player. I was like, I don't know why I like suck at everything. And so then I started doing side quests. I'm like, oh, I'm like leveling everything up and now I'm really good at stuff. Yeah. And I didn't, I just didn't realize that. There's the game no more. wrong way to play a game. Like, no, but I mean, you, the things that are in the game are there to help you get better at something. Yeah. Like the Thieves Guild is, is to Sneaking make you better at and speech stealing and, and, and long picking. Right. And, you know, if you do. You know, something else, whatever. I mean, the I Mages mean, Guild, magic. Yeah, yeah, magic. I mean, you can. That's how you kind of do the game, your style. And that's how you get better at stuff. And I don't like deviating from the main course. I'm yeah. just not that. My mind doesn't work that way. Better now, though. Yeah, I understand better now. If I play any more Elder Scrolls, I'll know. I kind of need to. Oh, Elder Scrolls Six coming out sometime. It's gonna be the best game ever, probably. Probably will be, and Skyrim I'll probably have to play one. it. Yeah, You'll that, have, that yeah. was one thing I was gonna talk about on here. Is I, I'm. I've skipped. I've skipped a console, and I'm coming in hot on the next one. Good. And I was gonna. So you want? You think I should go PS5, right? I yeah. Like I'm a hardcore Sony fanboy. <laughs> what are you even doing? I'm taking my medicine. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like Cameron. Yeah, I think he's more of a PC. I don't think he's... He he's the only him. PC guy. I, I think he's trying to convert He's trying Tyrell. to get Tyrell to be PC. But Ty- Tyrell is he's a having, hardcore... He loves Xbox. A- Xbox yes. fan. And, and he was having trouble out of his PC. Not yeah. too happy Wasn't with he? that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think Tate cares. I think he like he, he likes the old... He likes, he likes the 64 still. Yeah. So. <laughs> True. True. He's a retro <laughs> He's gamer. the retro gamer. Um, I, I think... I mean, you can look at the sales. PS4 killed Xbox One. Like, Did it really? Yeah, yeah. It just seems like if you're more, if you want to play online, Xbox is the way to go. If you just want to play console games, PlayStation is ready. I'm not an online player. We don't have good enough internet out here in the boondocks to really do that. So um, that's never been my thing. You can play online on PS5 too. I don't know why you. you yeah, I don't. I mean, you just, just you just come from like. I think that's Malachi had an Xbox when y'all were playing. Uh, yeah, well, we all had Xbox Modern Warfare, then. so y'all yeah. were able to console. If y'all had Playstations, y'all could have done that too. That's probably true. I, I don't know. It just it, is it exactly the same? I mean, yes, it just, exactly the same. It just seems like the online guys play Xbox. Except Microsoft does, doesn't. You have to pay to play online. You have you, to have a subscription. Yeah, for Xbox, don't have to have yeah. a subscription to play online. And everything, it's the same. You just get yeah. on and play online. Yeah. That's crazy. I should have probably got a PlayStation a long time ago. PS5 is going to be sweet. Have you seen the PS5 controller? No. Looks just like an Xbox controller. I, yes, I did see. It oh, is the just, joystick moved? Like I don't know. I, that's I, really essentially the only difference. But the, the shape of it looks a lot more like a Xbox controller. Well, that's probably be good for me because I don't really like... After playing Xbox 360, I'm not a big fan yeah. of PS4 controller. I, I am not someone who like people play a game and they'll lose. Like, well, I'm not used to that. Like, I... I have not had an Xbox for six years, and I can pick up an Xbox controller and do just as well. I mean, yeah. it's not that different. So it's not that different. Anyway, I, yeah, I'll probably go PS Five when they come out. All right. So I mean, we're kind of we are a variety show. Are we done talking about? The oh first yeah, episode? I was, I was like, we're say, yeah, already they, getting off into other subjects. Yeah, probably fine. probably done talking about the episode because I did say you know where we we talk about everything, not just Dungeons and Dragons. So. Uh, I mean, we're talking about video games, so you've been playing. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is kind of kind of into our on the console segment yeah, here. Okay, onto the con- on, on the, the console on the console segment. You, yeah, you're playing another oldie. You're, yeah, you're late to another party, right? Uh, yeah, I'm playing Assassin's Creed right now. Yeah, 
Uh, don't know why I didn't play them back in the day because it's the greatest game I've ever played. I disagree, but go um, ahead. I played the, played the first one. I'm into the second one now, which is way better than the first yeah. one, in my opinion. Did you ever play the second one, or did you just play the first one? I don't think I played the second one. Like, I th- Actually, I think I did buy... Kind of like you did, you bought a whole like a pack or something. Yeah, I just bought like five of the games. See, I think I did buy one and two together, and I played all of one, and I got I finished the story. Well, you're also an achievement guy. How much did you do? I am an achievement. Did you go find all the flags and all that crap? No. Okay, I I didn't do that either. When I see them, I definitely go get them. Yeah, but I'm not. I just want the story. the, The flags was too much for me. I. I was younger then, though. Like I played them when they were kind of were they yeah. were still new. So I might I was not the achievement whore that I am now. And the like everything out in just the open world, like the kingdom, what they call it. I didn't do anything out there. Yeah. Like there's all kinds of the viewpoints and stuff out there. I didn't find. See, it I do try to get as much of the story as I can. So I would do like I would do side quests. I did all the side quests. I'm yeah. sure. I just didn't go find all the flags. Like. I w- when I went to when you when you're gathering information or whatever the evidence I would get all that I got all that every time I just didn't I didn't do all the save the citizen things where they're getting attacked by the guards or whatever. And See, I think I would even on. do that. Like, I did I did a lot of them because I was realizing part way in like it tells you, but I just wasn't paying attention that that when you save a citizen they help you later, and like in that area you'll get people that will. Mm-hmm. Like fight with the guards for you and stuff, and help you get away. So I started doing them a little bit more, especially around the area where the where the the bad guy was going to be at the end. I would save some citizens around there, so I'd have mm-hmm. an escape route. But yeah, I didn't even do all those. But I see what you mean about the about the first one. Like it's it's, it's climb up a tall thing. It is jump off of it and go kill a guy. Yeah, which I enjoyed all of that. The game was a little bit long for it to be that repetitive. I was starting at the end. I was just like, okay, let's just get it done because I have all the other games to play. I was just like, when when does it end? But then when I got when I started playing the second one, I mean, it's got different styles and missions and stuff that you do. See, I think I didn't play too long enough. I was just oh, I need to go climb up this thing again and kill a guy again. It's not. It's not near as as much of that. There's still a lot of the climbing and stuff. First of all, the climbing is faster. He climbs faster in the second (laughs) one, so you can get up there quicker. And there's not near as many rooftop guards. And then they put in like a, a notoriety system in the second game where if you're wanted, you don't just have to deal with it. Every time you walk by a guard, they come get you because that's how it is in the first one. If, you're, if you've just done something or whatever, like it's really hard to get past guards w- without them chasing you for no reason. But in the second one, it, it's got a little gauge or whatever that shows you how notorious you are. And if you rack the gauge up very high, it starts showing you where posters and stuff are, like wanted posters, and you go tear them down, and it takes your notoriety down, and then you can walk around freely again. So that's definitely a great addition. And I don't know, the story is just good. So, uh, I think Cameron asked you on the text, but I, didn't, I don't know if I got your message. Are you going to play all of the ones that are connected with two? Yeah, I, I think that's Revelations and Brotherhood. Yeah, I think so. I have Brotherhood. I'll have to get Revelations. So you're going to play those before you go on to three? I think so. Okay. I three I played probably the most, even though I did beat one. The I three played. is the Americas one, right? Yes, the Native okay. American guy. That one I wanted. Was to, that very one cool. Looks cool. I like that one, but like because I'm the achievement whore, uh, they settlements are a big thing in that one where you're like uh, you have to kill animals to get pelts, and you have to find and all a the stuff. Hunting and, aspect, yeah. So it adds a whole bunch of extra stuff that's not even part of the main story, but. It, um, that one's the one as uh, I mean as an American I know the most about it like it's, right it, you're, well you're, I do like the, the historical aspect especially in the second one like 
these the buildings around because you're in Italy and you're in Florence and like it it shows you like this is building. I don't know if it's legit though. Are they legit real buildings yeah. that are actually there? Okay, I think I thought everything they were. in the like even the people that you kill are actually people in history that were killed in that exact. Okay, spot that's that you what I thought. Them. It's it's super historical. It's yeah, kind of super cool historical. That they actually like did that they that. can teach history in yeah. a way. Like so that that was one the the first game. I don't know. I don't know anything about that area of his like world history in. Like early one thousands, yeah, Middle East. Yeah. Like, I don't know anything about that, so I don't know if that was legit. But when you're walking around the city and you come up to a place and it gives you a button to push and you can read about this place, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's like real world, Florence. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. I I was not a fan of Assassin's Creed, and, they, and the reason I think that I was not too big a fan is they were big into at the time they wanted them to put out one a year, like they had to have one a year. So you're that's I mean. That's tough. Sports games are a one a year thing, yeah. and they don't improve much from <laughs> right. year to year. They're always laggy. Like you, some of the greatest games that I think, like um, the Arkham series, they they put, I man, from the first to the second game was I think three years, and then from the true from the second to the true third, which not Origins but uh, Night was maybe eight years. And it's been a long time. They're coming up with another one. I, it's still not Rocksteady who's doing it, but it's they've put a long time. So if you're going to build a masterpiece of a game, which some of those games are considered masterpieces, um, it takes time. You can't just copy and paste. And if you're doing a year-by-year year game, you're copy and pasting a lot. Right. And that's, I mean... Well, look, look at the Elder Scrolls games. I mean, when did right. Skyrim come out? Like, 09? No, because I was in college. Early. It was definitely ten or eleven. Ten I was or in eleven, college, yeah. and we're still playing it now. Yeah. And they haven't come out with the and next they haven't come out I mean, with Elder Scrolls Online, but which they also uh, Bethesda puts out uh, Fallout, Fallout and long, long distance of time for yeah. those two. And those are big games too. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. that's crazy stuff. So and, I can't imagine how good the next Elder Scrolls will be. Right? It, I, yeah, it's going to be insane. Yeah. Like, Okay, on the console for you, what are you playing? I am obsessed right now with Persona 5 Royal, and I I played Persona 5, which a lot of people think that Persona 5 Royal is just a DLC recopy. I am loving it. I've already put in almost 70 hours, and it came out at the end of March. We're like two weeks 70 in. hours? I put in 70 hours, yeah. My wife's not very happy with me. What, what is it? I don't even it's, know what this okay, is. Okay, I don't think you'd like this game. I, I'll show it to you when we get finished. <laughs> <laughs> it's. <laughs> I don't think you would like this game at all. I would not recommend this game to you. Uh, most For the majority of it, you're just reading. It's kind of oh, like... Oh, God. It's an yeah. anime manga kind of thing. Did you show me that before? No, not if it just came out in no, March. No, I, I, like I said, the, it came out a few years ago, like three or four years ago, the Persona 5, and this is their remastered, perfected okay. I edition. I think you did show me a little bit I of that. I probably did, and, and you, I don't think you did. Like yeah, probably not. The fighting is cool. It's turn-based. It's, uh, like, it's... It, it's not a hard game. It's not just a big fan the story's fun. Either. The story's deep. It's, it's kind of... Uh, it's it's kind of gritty and dark in some places. It's kind of childish. I mean, they're uh, most of the thing. It comes from Japan, so I mean, the the story is not going to write over perfectly to English. I think when things come from another language, it kind of gets kitted down a little bit. Sounds more childish. Yeah, yeah but, probably so. But no, I it's a beautiful game. Love it. Uh, I've been like I said, I put in seventy hours and. 
and for the most part, like all the main stuff, all of the uh, hearts that you're trying to change in the game, the whole premise, if you've not played Persona 5, I'm giving it a bad... Uh, yeah, you told me that I would like I'm it. telling you, you wouldn't like it. <laughs> but the whole thing is uh, you are this kid who life, life is throwing every curveball at. You tried to help a woman, and this person sued you, and you got on a your it was put on your uh your record that you're a miscreant your your parents send you away and you live with this guy above a coffee shop and you have to go to school at this one place and everyone thinks you're a troublemaker and you meet another troublemaker and uh you find out in the very first story is there's this gym teacher who is uh having relationships with some of the girls at his high school and he's physically abusing uh members of his volleyball team uh he's a Olympic gold medalist, so everyone respects him. But because people he he's respected, he gets away with everything. And the whole thing is he wants to expel you because um, you're troublemakers. You're kind of get you know that he's doing this stuff, and you go into this whole separate world that is a part of his cognition. How he sees the school, he thinks he's the king of the castle. So the school becomes a castle, and he is the king of this place. And you're uh, trying to change his heart and steal his heart, so steal you, his. You desires. see the game inside the game. Yeah. It looks like a castle, right? But really, you're just at a high school. Yeah. Is it like the bully games? Did you ever play them? I played bully. Um, is it like them? No. Okay, I've never played them. But that's that was the impression I got by them. No, that was that was not turn based either. Like you actually could fight and shoot and stuff. This is turn based, so you like can sneak up on enemies that are fighting and stuff, and then your four people will stand in a line against however many enemies you have, and if you do the game right, the enemies will hardly ever get a turn. Like I said, it's easy. It might be a little... I've not played on the crazy hard one. I plan on amping up the difficulty when I go into New Game Plus. I, I, people put 300 hours in this game already. Is it, so I'm behind the times. That is crazy. Is I'm it not, like a... Uh, is there decisions in it that you make? Is yeah, it like an RPG? Kinda, like there are kind of decisions. Ask the right questions kind of thing? Or yes. is it just... There's a... You can't... It's pretty railroady in its own way that you... Uh, you have to. You have two weeks to change this guy's heart, and if you don't, you're gonna get expelled. So the game's over if you fail. So there's not much, but there's all these people that you make relationships in the world, and the whole idea is like all these people that you're making relationships with, uh, they're growing your own heart. You're getting stronger. You're getting skills. You're learning things by meeting different kinds of people from different walks of life. And all those goes into it. Mostly, it uh, affects your fighting styles and stuff like that. But no, there is a point in the middle of the game. That, I'm not going to spoil anything. That uh, based on what decisions you say, you can lose again, or you can go on to get the true ending based on just one conversation in the middle of the game. Hmm. But. It's not it's not like the old Mass Effect games where you could be good or be evil or Fallout if you played Fallout or you yeah. could yeah. It's not like that kind of uh system like that. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. But that's what I've been playing. And Skyrim before that I got into that again. Yeah, we've was, all been playing that. I was again. trying to get uh the platinum on that for like the third time cuz I Got I I platinum on PS3 and then I platinum on PS4 what and then I lost. 
it's uh, my Xbox has uh, achievements. Yeah. And uh, PlayStation has trophies. So the different trophy, like how the achievements are worth different amounts of oh, points. Oh, so you're trying to get the trophies are like bronze for the basic ones, silver ones for the harder ones, gold for the insanely hard. And then when you get all of them, the you beat the game achievement is a platinum trophy. Okay. Yeah, see, I'm not interested in that kind of stuff. See, I, I love no, the, the glitters. The thing, about, <laughs> the thing about these games, though, like Skyrim and Assassin's Creed, like I was robbing myself of inspiration. Like I feel like, like playing D and D and stuff. Now I can, mm-hmm. I feel like I can visualize. Oh, you said everything is Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, it is. You it watch is. a TV show, and wow, yeah. this is Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, that kind of brings me on to a movie that I want to talk about, and I think that's part of your yes, yeah, Seth's movie minute. Cue it up. <laughs> Seth's Let's go. movie minute. I finally watched this. My wife would not let me watch this with her, so I, like she was sleeping uh, yesterday, so I finally was able to watch this movie. Onward. Uh, and I, it's been out for a little while on Disney Plus, and it was out in movie theaters before that. But they released it pretty quick onto Disney Plus because of this Corona night, Smart this idea. Corona thing, you know. Um, this movie was fantastic, especially for a Dungeons and Dragons fan. One of the main characters, uh, the one that's voiced by Star Lord, um, Chris Pratt. Yeah, it, it, he. Is his whole premise is he plays a Dungeons and Dragons style game and it's relating to the real world and he's like taking really? his kid brother on a quest and he's pulling out like cards that he's telling power ups and spells and stuff like I'm that. I'm watching this tonight. You should definitely watch it tonight. <laughs> it's so good. It is Pixar has never made a bad movie for one. Like Yeah, no way. Pixar no. makes fantastic movies, Disney. Did they make Brave? Did was that Pixar or was that just Disney? It's Pixar. Pixar. Yeah, because it's part of the Pixar theory. Not a fan. Not a fan of Brave? I love Brave. Brave. It was just... I could have told you what was going to happen. You liked Brave, didn't you, babe? Yes. (laughs) She said yes. (laughs) You made your dad watch Brave, right? Yeah. I just thought it was kind of... I don't know. Why do you not like Brave? It was... I could have told you what was going to happen five minutes into the movie. Okay, I can tell you what's going to happen in any movie five minutes Not Could you tell me what was going to happen on Inside Out in the first five minutes? Yeah, they're going to fix the kid. Yeah, but not the way they did. I thought that was pretty clever. That was touching. I mean, some of your memories in your life are not both happy and sad. They are, but I didn't see that. I didn't really see that coming. Oh. See, they played up, you know, the the happy, the the joy. Joy is her name, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's trying to make every memory happy. Like, she's a control freak about it and not letting anybody else do their job. And then the sad girl is, like, having these impulses to make stuff sad. And then they realize they have to work together. It's just a great premise. Yeah. and That's a great movie. That's a fantastic movie. Gosh, sad. Pixar makes good movies. Like, I've never seen a bad Pixar movie. Toy Story, always good. Yeah. My favorite movie. Do you know about the Pixar theory? No. The Pixar theory is that all of these movies take place in the same universe. And they play with it because they put all these, um, they put things in the, every movie. You're going to find little Easter eggs. Easter eggs. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed them before. Like the ball from. The ball, yeah. The ball's a big one. From um, Toy Story. There's, I don't know if, it, yeah. Uh, is Probably. Woody in something? I feel like I've seen Woody in the background. or like I know Buzz is, I think Buzz is in uh, Monster Inc. Maybe. Yeah, in the, in I the think he's in the room. Room, I think yeah. there's some toys in there that are... Yeah. And Mon- Monsters, Inc. has a lot of them. Um, Monsters, Inc. has, like, um, posters from um, that show Buzz, I think. 
They actually have I a show so. buzz. No, they have posters of because uh, when Andy gets buzz, he, he oh replaces right, right, right. yeah. I think those posters are. In, I'm not sure. Anyway, so what about the so same, all the, the same? Universe? Okay, so you were talking about Brave. Um, there the the Pixar theory is that that little witch is actually Boo from. Monsters Why is that Inc. the theory? That's just the theory because in one of her she in all of her carvings of bears she has a carving of uh, Sullivan of Sully in her shop. That's one of the little Easter eggs. Oh, it's the it's the Easter egg. It, yeah, well, that he's there, but that brave has is like prehistoric, like medieval times. But it's and, magic and Toy Story, or I mean, Monsters Inc. is present day. Well, it's 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 magic kind of. She can. I don't know. That that's not my favorite part. Uh, it is interesting. Like so, you go from there. They have like I've never seen the good dinosaur, but that's like supposed to be the furthest back one because it's prehistoric. You oh, know? I haven't seen that one either. So is that Pixar or just Disney? I think it's Pixar. Disney movies don't count. It's just the Pixar. Just there. Pixar. Just okay. Pixar movies. Gotcha. Yeah. And so, <laughs> all of these movies, they they think it follows a timeline, which. Onward is kind of putting a mix into it because it's it shows two moons in the sky, so like it's going to be hard. Like I've, a different planet. People have theories on how it connects, so I don't know. I'm, I've not watched those yet, but like, um, gas and gulp, I think is a big is a constant thing. All gas can, and gulp? gas and gulp, I think, is like the gas station of this of a lot of these. You can find gas and gulp in a lot of places. The truck, the pizza truck. Is yeah, a lot it's, of it's there. Ones. Yeah, the Pizza yeah. Planet. So truck. yeah, Pizza Planet. So in Wally, I think in, in these cities, the Gas and Gulp Corporation is the ones that create the uh, the spaceships or something. I'm probably totally butchering. What about uh, in in Toy Story, where uh, Woody and, and Buzz get out of their vehicle and have to ride on the Pizza mm-hmm. Planet truck? Is that at a Dynaco station? I'm pretty yeah, sure it is. So that which fits is in with cars. cars. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Anyway. Yeah. Was, so yeah, the the corporation that creates the spaceships for uh, Wally owns Dynaco and owns Pizza Planet and Gas and Gulp. I think it, Gas and Gulp might not even be on. I don't know, but they all connect. They're all in the same world, just showing like the different uh, things. And I think the reason they said that that girl could be Boo possibly is she goes back to uh, back through the door, and that the doors in Monsters Inc. Are also time traveling doors. Oh, which I, so she, I would believe that. Yeah, so she could go to a door in Brave. Interesting. Time. I yeah. think that's just people trying to make something interesting. It out is of very, nothing. yeah, for sure. Because Disney's just trying to put their little Easter eggs in there. No, Frozen's not a Pixar movie, right? That's just Disney. Is it? I'm not sure. Because the Tangled Girl is in. Um, it, it actually appears. Oh, yeah, she's a Disney princess. In Frozen. So okay, I think that's Disney. just Disney. That's just I don't Disney. think that's Pixar. Okay. But yeah, because well, they're all Disney princesses. When does no. she appear in Frozen? At the very end when they're... Uh, Frozen 1 or 2? 1. At the wedding. Yeah. At the wedding, she's there? No. Was it the wedding that no one got married in the first one? The celebration at the end of the movie, yeah. yeah she's she got her hair back. cut short, it's brown, and she's with uh, Ryder. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's clearly her. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've never noticed it, but yeah, yeah it's funny. But go see Onward. It's awesome for Dungeons and Dragons reasons. Tom Holland, Spider Man, Star Wars, Chris Pratt. Yeah, he's the main character. Tom Holland voices the and main Chris character. And Chris Pratt's in there. And Chris Pratt is the brother. Yeah, yeah I'm going to watch this. When you watch it, 
uh, Barley, which is the older brother, which is Chris Pratt, is Anthony. Same person. <laughs> Swear to God. Same person. Like, it's, it was, it was uncanny. All right, something we've been jumping around and we've mentioned a few times is the COVID-19 corona situation. How are you handling it? How's your family dealing with it? Okay, well, it doesn't really affect my family that much, and I'll tell you why. First of all, my dad's still working because I guess he's an essential guy. You have to have mm-hmm. bus parts. Um, I'm still working because you have to have bread. My mom already doesn't really get out. I mean, she goes to church and goes to town once a week. So, the so only she's thing, missing church. <laughs> she's missing church, but we're doing church online, so yeah. really not that big of a difference there. The only thing is, I've been going to get groceries for me and and or I mean, for my mom and my my grandma. But you have a story to tell about that, right? You, <laughs> I have plenty of stories to tell about that. I no, I ain't even getting. Oh it. come on! I just get fired up. Tell it. It was just, hilarious. Just the Walmart thing. Yeah. So I go to Walmart the other day, and you, you get in there, and you, you, they've got signs up that say you're supposed to limit your quantity on certain things. Yeah. I've not seen those signs once, actually. Well, on the bread aisle, we were taking them down because we're the bread vendors. We've got plenty of bread order. Don't yeah. say limit your quantity of the bread that we're bringing. It's our <laughs> stuff. Anyway, th- I think they've fallen off, probably gotten destroyed. I think now it's, they're starting to get caught up where the, it's not that big of a deal. But this was last week. And anyway, they've got these signs up that say, limit your quantity due to whatever, you know, just try not to go overboard. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say limit your quantity to to one, two, three, whatever. It just says, please limit your quantity. That's on toilet paper, bottled water, cleaning supplies, that kind of stuff. Perfectly fine with that. Don't have a problem with that. But then also the media and everybody's telling you, hey, send one person per household to go get groceries or, you know, get stuff for the elderly people and all that. Okay. Just don't get a shopping cart of only water. Don't just get yeah, a shopping right. cart. Don't just go in there and pile up one right. thing. So I'm going for my mom and my grandma doing the safe thing, trying to do the right thing. But you get in there, and then they want to limit what you get when you're trying to get for two people. So first, I get, I'm on the phone with my mom because she's very particular about her toilet paper. She wants Angel Soft four-pack Mega Roll. The reason being, well, first of all, Angel Soft, she just likes that toilet paper. Second of all, the four-pack fits in our linen closets properly. And a four-pack, you can empty the whole thing at once and put it in you know, your little dispenser or whatever, and you don't have an open package sitting in the cabinet. Yeah. You get a 12-pack or whatever, you got an open package somewhere. It doesn't fit in the cabinet right. It gets water splashed on it in the bathroom, whatever. Whatever. Anyway, so they haven't been having that, so I've been kind of not getting toilet paper. But now I think that's all that the, the paper companies are producing are these bigger packages. Mm-hmm. So I'm on the phone with my mom. Hey, do you want this Cottonelle six-pack? She said, well, yeah, we'll just get one, you know, and it, it'll help us get a little caught up. So I get one, and I go ahead and get one for my grandma. Well, no, no, my mom said get two get two for us and get one for my grandma. So I did, and I got three in the car. I'm on the, I'm on the phone saying, oh, I'm going to get in trouble for having three. I know this is not going to be right. They might let me have two. Sure enough, I around the corner. There's an employee standing there. She says, hey, you're only allowed to have one toilet paper. So I'm buying for two people. And she was like, well, you can talk to him up front, but you're only supposed to have one. I was like, okay, whatever. So it, I understand you can only have one. I mean, anybody could come in there and say they're buying for 12 people and buy everything. Right. So I put it back on the shelf. There's a nice lady standing there. She says, hey, put one of those in my cart. I was like, 
no, it's not that big of a deal. She's like, no, I'll get it for you. I'll take it up there for you. I said, no, it's not that big of a deal. We'll live with that and everything. I looked down on the bottom rack of her cart. She's got a package already. So I guess she was going to smuggle that one out of there. I don't know. <laughs> she was like, you're probably buying for your grandma or something, aren't you? I said, yeah. And she was like, well, come on. Put it in my cart. I said, no, it, we'll live. We're not hurting for it. She's like, okay. Anyway, so that was strike one. Then I get to the water. I went camping last Tuesday afternoon. I, we were going in kayaks. I'm trying to pack light. I get the miniature bottles, 12-pack of Nestle miniature bottles. My grandma gets a 12-pack of regular size bottles every week, so I've got that in the cart plus the miniature bottles. I get all the way to the front of the store with it to the, the self-checkout. Don't get me started on the not having cashiers. I heard a story the other day. A guy, one of my bosses, one of my boss's friends, went through a self checkout, got to the door, and they had a lady stand there. She said, "Hey, I need to check your cart." They were doing that at this Walmart. He said, "If you want to check my cart, you should have had somebody check me out." And he just walked out. <laughs> Don't accuse me of stealing stuff and want to check people's baskets when you're not checking them out because you don't want to pay an employee. That's ridiculous. You I went to that same losses. Walmart that you're talking about, and we. I try. Like I don't like the self checkouts. If I have a whole bunch of things, if I have a shopping cart full, I'm not going to do it myself. I'm. They're faster than me. I'm not going to. Well, I, they're not faster than me. I like doing. It. I put it in there however I want. I wow. bag it however I want. Use double bag if I want to. But yeah, I understand. Like I, I would. But also, I, I was under the like thought like I'm take I'm if I do it myself, I'm taking away someone's job. So I kind of mentioned that to this woman at that one, and man, she gets on my case. Like those things gave me a job because they need more people to check out because there's less checkout areas now. Made no sense. She chewed me out. Well, well yeah, because they've got two or three people standing around over there making sure people aren't stealing stuff. I guess, but yeah, that's ridiculous. And then I was, where were we at when we? Were we in Texas, and uh, we went to that Walmart before our cruise with Kyle and Brianna, and I think we was getting some sodas and some snacks or something, and we, I mean, we're just, we're checking out. We did self-checkout. I think we had three things, so we have our bag and stuff, and you don't bag a 12-pack of soda. You carry that out. Right. So we're walking out, and... We get stopped. And the guy's watched us this whole time. Like, I've seen him watching us. Yeah, just like staring at us. And he has to stop us and, I need to check your receipt. Mmm. Man, I, like. I, then go stand at the register and yeah, I'll come check out over yeah, there. Yeah, like. Oh. I'm, this, if I was trying to steal this $3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pack of 12 pack. Like, you're really doing a good job by stopping me. Yeah. But also, like, you've got cameras. Um, I, I don't guess sodas would beep though. If like if no, that's sold, just electronics so. and stuff like that. But got it was like so frustrating. Like yeah, that's just, ridiculous. You're, I mean, you watched us. Like you saw us beep it. Why do you have to check it? Like oh yeah, I didn't like that either. Well, anyway, I, to finish my ridiculous story, I get up there to the front of the store. Now it doesn't say anywhere what you're supposed to limit your yeah. water, your bottle of water to. I get up there. And I'm checking out, and the lady that's guarding the self-checkout area comes over there and says, Sir, you're only allowed to have one package of water. I was like, it's for two different people, which shouldn't have been my excuse. My excuse should have been, well, I guess I should have got a great value value pack of 40 or whatever they've got back there mm-hmm. because you're not letting me leave with essentially 18 bottles of water here. I've got 12 full-size and 12 mini bottles. Yep. So I handed her the mini, the mini ones, and she, she left. It didn't, wouldn't let me take it. I mean, are you serious? <laughs> How about a little bit of common sense? They've, 
they wouldn't let me leave with 24 bottles of water when I could have got a big pack back there. I think you were just being selfish. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it really looks like I'm just trying to rob the joint. I've got one thing of toilet paper in there for two people. Yeah. I guess I'll bust that open on the way home. And then uh, it won't let me have two packages of water. Yeah. But we got to stay safe and only send one person for groceries. We went to, we were getting milk. She has bought so much milk. She's hoarding milk now. <laughs> you know, milk goes bad. She freezes it. That it's works. Frozen. Yeah, you can freeze milk. It's best to like pop the top and put, yeah. pour like a cup out because it'll expand, you know. But uh, yeah, she's freezing milk for us now. We have like five gallons. No, they've not gallons. ever been out of milk when I've been in yeah. a store. All the well, stores have milk. We we, we went uh, the last the time before last that we went. It was kind of right in the deep of like that. Walmart has nothing. Like everyone's panicking. Yeah, and we actually was like, can we get two? And they, we don't see a sign. So we've never been stopped and told that we can't take out something. Yeah, well, today I was I was at the toilet paper. I, I didn't even... Yeah, I did get one thing of toilet paper today. They had a lot today. And there was a couple in front of me with a kid, and they were looking at the toilet paper, and the, the guy said, you want to get two? And and the woman said, no, let's just get the one. I was about to say, they're not going to let you have two, or they wouldn't last week. If they do this week, I'm going to be ticked. Yeah. Did you ever think about just taking your stuff to your car and, and then coming back in? Back in? The, I could have done that. Yeah, and they, they probably wouldn't say anything. Yeah. I just the principle of that. The principle just of that. I knew off. you'd have the principle. Of that, yeah, that. <laughs> the principle of that. Yeah, the, that was the. I was. It was principle that I didn't hoard toilet paper to begin with because mm-hmm. when I saw them start doing that, I was telling my mom, and she was hey, like, you, "Well, we need to go get some toilet paper." You said, were, "I am not." That's embarrassing. You're throwing some shots, right? You threw some shots on your little when you first told that story. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're the family and the yeah. community. Yeah, which. That was it. Was all in good fun. Yeah, she sent tell. me a picture the next day of her giving some toilet paper to one of her friends. Yeah, and how you know, do they do fun. they hoard all year round, or do they do they just like oh people are going crazy? I don't I don't know. They had like three different brands of toilet paper mm-hmm. in the in the video. The video we're talking about uh, somebody that I follow on Instagram uh, in the community here. She was she made a video of her kids unpackaging all these big 12 packs of toilet paper and they were stacking it up <laughs> and jumping over it like a hurdle yeah. like to see who could jump over the most which that's a family of five i understand they need a lot of toilet paper but the, i mean what are you trying to do yeah. i mean are you just flaunting hey we've got the toilet we've paper the toilet i paper. wouldn't have done that i'd have been afraid they were going to call in an airstrike in on my house <laughs> and people be surrounding the joint coming in to, to steal all my toilet paper that's like that's like I mean, just saying, hey, here's where the jewelry is and leaving your doors unlocked. I mean, that's putting a target on your back yeah. with toilet paper. At the early stages of it, we, uh, we, we, our church had not been canceled. It was early. Like, we still did, it had not really gotten to the middle of the country yet. It was still up in Washington and in New York. Um, and we went to church and we told some people, like, we we're almost out of toilet paper. We were kind of joking around. We, like, no way our small community Walmart's out of toilet paper. Yeah. So we, we went out to eat after church to uh, Sonic with uh, some other young married couples and stuff from our church. And we were telling them, like, yeah, we're planning on getting some toilet paper. We hear some places are empty. Ha ha ha. And we were the last ones to leave, and they all had decided we've got to go get toilet paper too. And we get to Walmart, and it's it was the the aisle was gone, but they'd also stacked a really stupid stack. Like it was to the ceiling of toilet paper. Like if you pulled one out, the whole thing was going to collapse. Like it was really really dumb because everyone wanted it, right? 
<laughs> but yeah, it was all gone. Like, and we, we, that was before they put a number on it. You could actually get as many. So we, I think we got like five or six packs that night wow. just because if everyone's that insane. So I guess we were the hoarders, but I mean, if everyone else was that insane, we would come in at the tail end. We have to get some to yeah. put, I mean, well, luckily my mom and grandma stay ahead on that kind of yeah. stuff. So we've, we've been all right. But yeah, I mean, that's just, yeah. it's insane. I don't know why that was the thing people went for. Not canned goods, not food. Canned items. goods have been hit. Bad well, yeah, the canned goods now. did eventually go, but it, the the very first thing I remember the very first day it was a Thursday, and I was out delivering bread, and I had seen some jokes about it on the internet and stuff, but mm-hmm. it hadn't happened yet. We went in the Dollar General at the front of town at Heber Springs, and there was old three, two or three old ladies in the checkout there with baskets loaded of wet wipes and and toilet paper. Yeah. and I went, oh my gosh, what is happening? Yeah. It's it's kind of it really came around kind of like snowstorms here in Arkansas. Yeah, people have to go and bread get their and bread and milk. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna eat with milk just bread sandwiches. and milk. But <laughs> people did panic and people did kind of uh, they went crazy and it put places in a pretty bad bind. What do you think of it? Like we're we're a good like three or four weeks into this quarantine now. Like we we don't get we our church was canceled. We watch online. Um, we do try to go to town once a week to get our groceries and stuff. She's been going through her tooth thing, so I've actually had to go to town quite a bit. Just but I'm not going into stores. Right. You're um, not affected. We don't go anywhere because we're farmers. Our work is here. So. Yeah. I mean, I got to be out there. I might be exposed. I don't know, yeah. but I and mean, I've invited you in my house. Aren't we yeah. gonna, we're going to lie, hold that couch down. <laughs> I don't blame. You. I don't blame you at all. <laughs> okay, so I just looked up the number because I I've not been keeping up with the numbers, and twenty five thousand seven hundred eighty six people have died from the corona as of today. Yeah, April thirteenth. That's twice as much as the um, the swine flu epidemic. Wait, yeah, under Obama. So I mean, it is apparently worse than. Uh, is that than that's that. global though, right? No, that this that's is just, just the United US? States. Okay, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. The global's way higher than that. I don't know what the I don't know. Well, what how many have died of the flu this year? You got those numbers? Okay, pulled up? so uh, the worldwide death is only one hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred seventy-eight, okay. with almost two million confirmed cases and almost half a million recoveries. So just. 125,678 have been dead. And I hear that they are like majorly jacking up the death numbers because they're saying if you have a fever and you die, they're calling it the corona. If you have any symptoms without being tested, without maybe even having it, they're calling it the corona. Yeah, there's a lot of these presumed positives. Presumed positive. Super weird. How do you presume? Like... They just assume, I don't know. yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I I'm not. I try not to downplay it because it, it is people's lives, yeah. people's family, people losing family members over it. So I know it's a serious thing. But I mean, at the same time, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, 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 we were talking about this earlier, but I mean, you can't really believe the media. Some are trying to make it sound yeah. worse than it is. Some are trying to make it sound yeah. better than it is. It's just like it's all speculation. Nobody knows how to fix it other than wash your hands and try not to be in public right. too much. So I don't know. Yeah, the left is definitely just trying to use it as a way of defeating Trump in the upcoming election. Right. The right is just trying to bash the left with it and say, we yeah. were right, you were wrong. So, I mean, you're right. You can't look at it from... Yeah. The media is going to lie to you no matter which All media. Biased. You, yeah. one, All biased. One way or the other. Yep. No truth. Just so, bias. I don't know. I, I think it's blown up. 
And you, you know, I'm the conspiracy guy. Everyone, yeah, you're yeah. De- you are the conspiracy yeah. guy. And I, I, you can see, like Christians out there, if you're into your religion and you've read Revelations and stuff, you see, you believe that there's going to become a time when the mark of the beast is going to come around, and they're going to want to mark you either on your forehead or on your arm, you know, and be able to keep track of you. And the conspiracy theory that I've heard from, because my family's into the conspiracy theories, you know, we like, I don't know, that this is the the government is milking this for all it's worth, and that they're testing this as a way. If once we come up with a vaccine for this, this is I think a guy who's running for governor in Michigan is the one is the politician that's let this slip. South Park has this has an episode where they say <laughs> conspiracy theories like the reason you hear about them is the government wants people to wants it to slip so people will think it's crazy. So like South Park's a great show. They come up with like it's really smart. Like if you want people to believe it, try to make it seem like a secret. Yeah. You know? So yeah, that's, that's the true. whole point of conspiracy theories. Like right. if something is leaked then and people think it's crazy, some people are gonna believe it, but it's out there. It's not completely secret. So this guy in Michigan, I think it was Michigan, is saying that the government is using this to um, eventually, like, you won't be able to go into Walmart anymore once the vaccine for this comes out, if you don't have the vaccine. You're not going to be able to bank at certain banks, and that that is going to lead. I think she has a cousin who's really getting into the, like, the mark of the beast will be in the vaccine. Like, you won't get the vaccine unless you were chipped or something like that. You know, so I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know about the conspiracy theory on this one. The 9-11 thing, I'm all about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, about that but I just, I don't know about this one. Like, I think that, did you see that video of where the coronavirus supposedly come from in China? The, the market where yeah. they're chopping up bats and yeah. cats and dogs and anacondas. My, my conspiracy theory about this thing is that, I th- I mean, the only thing that I think might, I mean, I don't even know if it's conspiracy. is like, I think it was trying to, either that, I mean, I know they were trying to hide it, yeah. but did they do it on purpose? Did they build, is it a, is, is it a weapon? They, yeah. It was, it was it on see, purpose? Like, well, Trump is kind of quiet. Trump so? is kind of on that same page, I think. And he's saying like China needs to be responsible. Be held yeah. responsible because, like, all these people well, are getting sick. That's simply because they knew about it yeah. and didn't tell anybody. Yeah. That, that's see, that could have been shut down yeah. in China, and they didn't because China is China. It's insane how fast it spread, though. Like, I, it, it, it you kind of feel like it had to have already been in the United States before, uh, before they found the first cases on the coasts. You it's know, very possible because it got. I mean, you got people flying. We live here in like Arkansas. That. We're in a small community. And we are surrounded by people who, I don't think it's presumed positive. I think it's positive. Like, they actually have it. Like, and how do you get it? Like, I guess the, it all comes down to the six degrees of separation yep. thing. The, exactly the bacon, the uh, Kevin yeah, Bacon effect. Yeah, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if Kevin Bacon has it, I could have sex separations from him. I mean, I all, you, it, you all you've got like, is you have one person fly over here from another country yeah. touch everything in an airport. Then you got people from every state walking through yeah. there touching the same thing in the airport. And then some of that... I guess it's carried. not... It, it seems hard to believe that it would spread that fast, but if it's that easy to catch, yeah. then it just... It, 
which it expounds that, upon that's itself, one thing about it is just how contagious it is yeah. obviously it's very contagious and it, i mean it's, which <laughs> that's crazy because in the beginning they told people not to wear masks because masks would not help you with the coronavirus the people who's dealing with the coronavirus needed those masks to be safe from the coronavirus. And now it's just come out, yeah, wear masks. <laughs> that See, was literally a thing. thing. They, people told them, yeah. People told people, they like told people not to wear masks because they needed the masks for the people who were like medical. Yeah. Medical people. Yeah. And cause they needed it for the Corona. Like <laughs> it made no sense. I, <laughs> I guess if we're if we are flattening the bell curve here, if we are like if staying at home, we're not getting it, and we don't get it for ourselves. We, I don't think either one of us are afraid, me and my wife, of getting it ourselves because no. we're young, we're fairly healthy, we don't have any underlying health issues. She's a little asthmatic, she says, uh, but <laughs> my grandma, she like she's had uh, she's got diabetes and stuff. My dad has had a heart attack. He's in great shape, but he's had a heart attack before her sister is going, her 12 year old sister, 13 year old sister is going through chemo. Like she has cancer. So, I mean, you cannot play around if you have yeah. the family. That's the thing. That's yeah. my thing, but I don't care to get it. I, I mean, I don't obviously well, don't I, actually I was thinking, are you, you have uh, hemophilia. Would that be an underlying health condition or I no? Th- I think know? it's, I mean, it's just like, re- it's a respiratory thing. Yeah. So anybody with, with lung problems or heart problems is what is where you're going to see a problem, yeah. which my grandma has, uh, uh, what's that? What's that called? What's it called when you got fluid around? lungs or something (laughs) anyway i can't i can't remember anyway she's got respiratory and and heart issues she's had heart issues before so that's the only thing i'm just worried i'm gonna take it somewhere that's the only thing i'm worried about i don't care if i've got it i may have had it i may still have it i don't know i don't know i'm sure i've been around it you can't i'll be inviting me i i'm i mean i don't know i don't know who all has brought it wherever but i think it's out there more than we than we think it is like we think oh if you've been exposed, you, yeah. ever, if if these people flooded Walmart like they did, it, you, right. people have been exposed. Yeah. But uh, I just, uh, yeah, I just don't want to take it to people with problems. That's, That's kind of my other conspiracy theory on it that I don't think is really a conspiracy theory. I think we'll all get it eventually. I don't agree. I don't. I don't think. See, that I, I, there's no way we won't all get it. Like if it's that contagious, and they don't like, they're gonna have to start pre-vaccinating people, and if they haven't come up with anything yet. Eventually, they're gonna open the open everything back up. Like yeah, so then everyone's gonna get it. Well, like not, I just don't. Not s- if it's iced out by then. I, will it die? Will it's it just die? Su- if not supposed like, to, is it? Yeah. But okay. That's why I think a lot of it's a lot of it's just crap because I mean the flu comes around every year, kills thousands right. and thousands of people. We don't say a word about it. Is this one gonna come back every year? Is this gonna be a yearly thing? Mm. I mean, wh- when do we just? Can you get it twice? It's really, it's just a, it's a strain of a coronavirus. This is a certain right. one. The a 19th. coronavirus is like a cold, right? It's, right. It's just a bad one. So the colds go around all the time. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I just, I'm just every, staying the course. It's hard to take it seriously when every year we have a new right. disease. Especially Wine election flu, years. Zika virus. Um, we we seem mosquito? to have this What was problem the mosquito in? one? Um West Nile. West Nile. West Nile. Swine flu. Swine e. flu. E. coli. Yeah. Every year it's, you're getting, like next year we're, but this is the first time it's ever been locked down. Even in my dad's life, he says he's never experienced Nobody's this. Nobody's ever seen yeah, so this like, before. So this, it makes it seem like it's worse than normal, but the deaths, 
you feel bad that 125,000 people in the world has died. But like you said, how many people die from the flu yeah. on a natural year? We're paying attention to it. I saw a meme and this, you know, like a little politically incorrect, but I don't care. Uh, it was a little cartoon thing and it said someone freaking out like hundreds of thousands of people are dying. What are we going to do? And it shows an infant in a womb saying, oh, you're just now hearing about this. And it's not even talking about, you know, the abortion thing. Yeah. And how many how many babies are killed every year? I, probably more than that. I oh, think way more millions than that. in there. Yeah, yeah, it's like three thousand a day. It's so we we're putting this up on a pedestal, and it might not should be the thing we put on yeah. a pedestal. Well, you got uh, the media. The media. It's, it's the all media. the media. Whatever they want to push, right? It's gonna get pushed. And it's I don't know why they why do they not want to give people hope, like. Hope doesn't sell. I guess. Yeah. I mean, they That's would rather. Always been the running. They joke, want a yeah. tragedy. They want to make stuff yeah. sound as bad as possible, and they're inspiring panic in yeah. people. And I, I guess people are blind to it. I, I can see right through it. I've, I yeah. I get notif- I I get news notifications from a few different news things, and before all this happened, I got a few a day. It would send me just little stuff. Some of them were funny things. Some of them were you know something the president said or something that was going on there. Uh, usually, just breaking news, big things, and now it's—I mean, two or three an hour. It seems like yeah. of, and it's all COVID nineteen. I'll guarantee you, nine out of ten things that I get are something about this virus. Yeah, it's like I understand it's important, but I'm just not—I don't know—I can't buy into it too much. Yeah, I'm being careful for my family and my peers. That's, that's how I am. That's me being careful for my family and my peers. It's—it sucks that we can't play D and D. We tried. Yeah. We tried one time, and oh, you did not like it. I'm not. I'm not. We tried on roll twenty. We tried a group thing. Our internet here. My internet's really bad, so we couldn't. We tried Discord to talk, and then we actually just did a voice call with everybody, and that worked really good. It for worked the voice, way yeah. better for on the voice. But call. you did not like it. I just. I like being able to hang out with everybody, yeah. see what everybody's doing, and then. I don't know. It just took forever. It yeah. just. It's like everything took forever, which I understand. It was. We all had new characters. We were playing on a new thing. We, none of us were used to Roll20, all that stuff. Then my internet's bad on top of everything. I was clicking to roll, and it would take 10 seconds for my yeah. roll to pop up. I, I don't know. It, it wasn't really for me. Of course, I created just a normal kind of character that could just run in and smash stuff because I didn't no. care. And everybody else is playing magic stuff, and it, it just takes a while yeah. when you're using magic and you're not used to that stuff yet. Yeah. New characters and everything. But yeah, I don't know. I, just, I like hanging out and seeing everybody better yeah i do too i would try it again but no we'll probably play sometime well i'm sure we will hold to that but we can't do commoners like that no i don't want to do (laughs) i definitely do not want to do commoners way too problematic yeah but thankfully we've got some backlog so we'll be bringing them hopefully until this is over have you done anything new with the corona? Like, have you been kind of improving yourself that's kind of the big thing all over oh yeah that was what i asked you originally that was the first thing that, that I asked about this was, like, what's going to come good out of it? And, like, what, what I see from it, I mean, it's just people getting in awareness about stuff like this where, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we'll be a little bit more hygienic. But then you see uh, businesses and churches, like, people that have to communicate doing it in different ways. Mm-hmm. Like, these in our community, we're, you know, small, pretty, pretty well small churches everywhere, not very technologically advanced. And you're seeing them have to learn how to navigate 
Facebook, mm-hmm. YouTube, learn how to use a camera, learn how to do stuff with audio and record stuff well to get their Sunday services up. I think that's super cool. Like that's what we've been doing. Luckily, my church we're pretty technological. Between yeah. me and a couple others, yeah. like we can we can put something pretty good out. But I think it's good for some of these that you know maybe they didn't want to go the technology route because that's you know we got to be old fashioned and everything. Yeah. But I I don't know. I think that's one cool thing is like just people having to stretch out and do stuff a different way to get stuff accomplished and, and the way you know businesses are doing it too and people just the way they're having to communicate i think it'll be good for that yeah our pastor actually came out saturday evening him and his wife were going around passing out um communion packets just oh, like yeah. a little thing of uh grape juice and some wafers and a prayer cloth that they had prayed over and they took it to as many of the people that was kind of local to them as they could uh and then on uh sunday uh during the online service like he said okay we're going to take our communion now and that that's i mean i mean i'm this is funny because everyone like that talks about doing stuff like we we went to the store but we we kept our six foot of and we sanitized they they didn't come inside they like they just you know they handed it over and we cleaned it off and like they it was it was corona safe yeah (laughs) (laughs) i guess but i mean i have being pent up at the house, which we don't leave all that much. I think we have, we are usually we're more of runners than this. Like we'll go and hang out with her sister and our brother-in-law and like, she's dying to see her sister that's going through the chemo and you just can't because I right. mean, she's her immune system is bottomed out. And so, and her, we don't get to see her mom and her dad because they're around Amy so much because of that, you know, so we can't see some people. So we don't run as much. Church obviously has been canceled. We don't go see those people. Uh, but like to do stuff here at the house, I have got super into cooking because of this. I have got super into books a lot more. Like I used to read all the time, and and I'm I'm reading more. I'm listening to more stuff. So I guess there is some good. I guess if you... that's another good thing is just stuff that you don't only get to do. I mean, I've been fishing a lot, and I've been playing video games a lot. And those yeah. are two things that I haven't done very much just because yeah. it's been so busy. Just normally, yeah, it's good to get a new hobby. I think I think this is and if we had a family like had a kids, you know, I figure. Because school's done, right? They're not going back to school till yeah, September now. Right. Uh, kids are going to remember this all their life, right? Like because yeah. you're you're sometimes some families are they they see their dad at nighttime when he comes home from work and they leave in the morning to go to school and they don't like they're getting some family experience yeah. that I think that's going to be pretty awesome for them. But then some you also hear about families that are probably like, no, we can't handle our kids. We've got to. We drop them off at our yeah. house, you know. True, but I think if if families are willing to embrace this time together, it can be pretty awesome. Right. There is right. good from this that you can take, right? And I, I think we're going on to our last yeah, segment here. Is that enough for the about the corona? I think so. Yeah. What is the, the things I something I love something I hate. love that you hate? This was my idea before we come on. We're we're trying different segments. We're going to try different things as we go on about this. I mean, there's no sports to talk about right now. Yeah, there's no sports. Yeah. The thing about me and Seth, we're not just your typical nerd. You know, we don't just play Dungeons and Dragons and that's it. I'm the guy who can hang out like at a basketball game or a football game and then go play Dungeons and Dragons. Right. I've always bragged that I could be part of a knitting group, and as long as I'm with the right people, I'm going to have a good time. Right. Like. I could do that if I had to. Just like you know. to do it all. Yeah, try everything at least once. That's right. like I'll try anything once. I, I actually, I think my thing is I'll try anything twice because everything changes after yeah. a while, especially That's food. That can be true. Yeah. yeah. 
So something I hate, or I love that you hate. Yeah. Um, Try. Okay. So, do we want to put like a timer on this? Like, give you sixty seconds to to make me like something. Oh no, I don't think I could do that. I wasn't planning that, but I can try. Well, you that was it. Was it the idea that you're going to try to convince me to like it though? No, I just okay. (laughs) Sure. It It doesn't have to be sixty seconds. Just. Just put a timer on. Okay. No, let me put a timer on and just see. Okay, yeah. Go. Okay, Batman. Batman is the freaking greatest superhero. Yeah, well, let's let's lead <laughs> off into this because... because <laughs> you already paused it. <laughs> because, like, we didn't say what we were going to talk about. Okay, so I don't... I'm not a big fan of Batman. You don't like Batman. Let me just give the reasons I don't like Batman. Really, the only experience I have with Batman is... The, the Dark Knight movies that came out. And the who, perfect Dark Knight movies, Who yeah. was the actor in those? Christian Bale. Just, it, I don't know. It just annoyed me. Something about oh the movies. Oh, my God. So, are, what, you want to go back to George Clooney? Have you seen I the did, old I have not seen any of those. The only uh. ones I've seen is, is the newest Dark Knight movies, and I saw, like, one of them. No, I saw Batman versus Superman, too, and I was falling asleep because I was so bored. Okay, no I just one don't understand in that DC is going to tell you Batman versus Superman was a great movie. Okay. Anyway. So... The main reason I don't like, but I just I can't get into Batman. He's not he's not a superhero. Yeah, not a superhero. He uh, he's just a dude, and he's I think he's overpowered. Uh, if he can beat Superman, overpowered. He's overpowered. He's just a man. You just said he's not super. Yeah, and now you're saying him, he's overpowered. Anybody could beat him. Any of these superheroes would. Superman should be able to to put him in the ground in a million pieces. He can. Yeah. But he didn't. Batman beat him. Okay, the thing, okay. Here you go, now your time's starting. The thing about Batman is if you give him a day of prep, he'll beat anybody. Sure, Superman could absolutely just go to his Bruce Wayne's manor and I flash the whole thing, just disintegrate him. Absolutely. Could carry him out to outer space, throw him in the sun if he wanted to, yes. Superman could beat him. Give him a day of prep, Batman's going to find a way to stop that. Batman has different contingency plans to take care of every single one of the Justice League. They've got anime movies about that. Super awesome. But that's just the thing. He is he is a man. This is why I love Batman is because he is a human man. He uh, does have, I think, like genius level intelligence, but he creates everything in the comics. I'm not talking about the movies because he creates his own gadgets. Like he builds everything that he uses all himself. Um, he because he's a man, he has every weakness that I have. He has a few, like I mean, he has a few million dollars more than I do. Obviously, that he can pursue his hobbies better than I can. But he is still at the basis just a man, and that I think is the best part of Batman. That was a little bit over a minute, but just a little bit. It's okay. Why don't you like Batman? Okay, I just told you why I don't like Batman. <laughs> it I, I think sense. I just got a bad taste of the movies when the new ones come out. Okay, you're Robert you're, pa- Robert what, Patterson. You're like I'm. I'm excited about this movie. I would have after watching the last couple DC movies that came out. I am definitely on a DC. Yeah, I want to watch them okay. after Joker and Birds of Prey. I want to watch them, but. It is not. It's not firing me up that it's Robert Patterson. Just when I thought, yeah, I'll watch the Batman movies, I found out it was him, and I just can't get over Twilight. Never watched them, but I can't. I can't stand <laughs> Twilight. I hated that Twilight. when it was books. I hated that when it was movies. You should look up uh, the Twilight actors. Hate Twilight. No one hates Twilight worse than the actors. Really? Yeah, they hated it. Okay. Good anyway, I will. I'm going to give them a chance, uh, even as bad as I, I don't, don't like I, him. It freaks me out that you don't like the Christian Bale ones. 
He like, didn't, I did, didn't like this voice. He didn't like his voice, but that's what the director told him to do. Like, well, it was just corny, seeming to well, me. Well, <laughs> have you seen Neighbors? Uh, yeah, Neighbors with Zac Efron and uh, Seth Rogen. Uh-uh. They, they have a, I'm Batman. <laughs> they have, like, one of them's like, my Batman is the, uh, oh, Lord, I'm drawing a blank now. The first Batman. I mean, uh, is, that how is that how Batman is supposed to talk? He's trying to, he's not, he can't sound like, he can't sound like Bruce Wayne. So he's changing his voice up. Okay. I mean. I will give them a try. Because I know how much you like like Batman. Doesn't Tobey Maguire in the Spider-Man movies when he's talking to like Mary Jane stuff? Yeah, he does. It's it's kind of comical. I'm not a big fan of Tobey Maguire either. Oh. Does that make you mad? Do you like Andrew Garfield better than Tobey Maguire? Yes. Oh, you 100%. Idiot. And you definitely idiot. Tom uh, Holland way better. Tom Holland is still a little under Tobey. No. Okay. He's great. Here's the thing. Perfect Spider-Man. Mm, Toby, I think Tobey Maguire is a better Spider-Man still. Um, He's more of a kid. Uh, what, what? Sam Raimi. I like Sam Raimi better as the director. Uh, then oh, I'm not going to talk about the Amazing Spider Man. I'm not going to talk about Andrew. Garfield. <laughs> not talking about that. Hey, you don't like Andrew Garfield, the Spider Man. Well, Tobey Maguire does not seem like a child. To so me. you're not like, a car- to be you're a not teenager. a comic book fan, are you? I've never See, read a comic book. I, I've not read much comic books, but I have looked into the lore of comic books, so I know what. Like I know you know what Spider Man is supposed to be. Yes, I know it's not Andrew Garfield and his friggin' he's he's cool. He was too cool. He was a, he was probably a little too cool. Yeah. Tom Holland's about right, though. Tom, I am okay with the new movies. I, I re- like. I actually really loved Far From Home. Far From Home was that was a good one. Fantastic, much better than Home uh, Homecoming. Much better than Homecoming. It's fine. Homecoming's they're both, they're fine. both great. I love Spider Man. Yeah. It's my favorite. I love Spider Man and Iron Spider-Man's Man. Spider Man's my favorite. And I love uh, how Spider Man and Iron Man the the the, the relationship like the, they've yeah. had because they're yeah. my favorite too. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's I've always cool. liked Spider Man. I like Spider Man games. I played a lot of the Spider Man games. The like the Spider Man. I think they call it two thousand or something. It was the one on yeah. Super Nintendo sixty four and computer had it on a computer back then. I had it and, for the computer. Oh, I love that game. That was there was a pretty good fun game. game. I don't think I ever beat it, but it was yeah. a fun game. Um, but man, Batman is, I, it freaks me like you hate the trilogy and that's what like the best of Batman. I've just not, I don't think I got a good, I got, I don't think I got a good taste for it. You, I've just seen one of them, I think. And I, which it one turned me off. I don't even remember. I mean, the dark Knight is a beautiful, gorgeous movie. Like with Heath Ledger as the Joker. I think that was it. And you didn't know. Oh. I like him. Heath Ledger. What do you? What's okay. something that you love that yeah, I hate? Yeah, we're gonna do Assassin's Creed. Okay, tell me, tell me once again why you don't like Assassin's Creed. Oh well, it's just um, boring games. They're like you climb something, you climb up a really high rock or tower, and you look around and you jump off, and then you go stab somebody, and then you do it another thirty times in the game, and that's game one, and then you do it two hundred more times in game two. Yeah, as it, when I was texting the the D and D group, and I was saying this is such a great game, or whatever, saying all this stuff, and, and Anthony said, <laughs> Anthony said, yeah, talk to me in thirty hours if you're still on the first mission. <laughs> yes. Okay. Here we go. All right, start your timer. Okay. First of all, if you've only played the first game, 
not and it doesn't do, doesn't do it justice after playing the second one. It's just an entirely different level, just a lot of different, more variety, way way more fun, and just a cool time period to be working in. Second of all, okay, the history of the whole thing is cool, and how they're working in like their own conspiracy theories that they're creating as how these the Templars and the Assassins have been at each other for all of history and making it fit into actual history is cool. Using actual historical figures, real world places, that's cool. Um, just the 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 fighting is way better in, in the second one. There's moves in the, in the second one that that should have been in the first one. And it would have been better. The combat is is super cool. The game rewards you for doing stuff right, which is something that I like. If you sneak around good enough, you you stuff goes way easier. If you prep your assassinations good, you will do better. If you pay attention to the maps, if you plan your escape routes, if you try to do stuff actually silently and don't just go in and kill everybody and kill all the guards and everything, if you do stuff right, the game rewards you for that. Time's up. Uh, okay. I, I and the, the last thing, it makes, you, it makes you feel like Jason Bourne and those are like my favorite movies of all time. Okay. I haven't really, like, 3 came out in 2012. Assassin's okay. Creed 3 came out. I've not played an Assassin's Creed since that one. So I've not played in 8 years. And I probably haven't beat the first one in 12 years. So, I mean, I didn't enjoy it when I played it. 12 years ago. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I'm looking through it with, you know, bad shades, you know. Yeah. So, that could be it. I might would enjoy it now. I'm more mature. I don't know. Just, I felt it was just too repetitive. It was just not The enough. first one, I get I get that. I get it on, on the first one. Yeah. There's not a lot of variety, but... I mean, yeah, they make you climb a lot of stuff, but that's just to get the viewpoint so you can gather the information. The gathering the information part's cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm like Spider-Man um, for PS4, the new game that just came out. I mean, they have those tower things that you have to swing to. Yeah, you to, love like, going around and finding gotta all that You got to do all that. Crap. So, I mean, I can't really, like, I might have changed. Yeah, you have to climb all that stuff yeah. and then go find all those backpacks. It's a lot easier as Spider-Man than as uh, just a... Oh. That that is true. <laughs> that, is, that is true. But the second one, the climbing is is a lot yeah. better. Well, so so I'm willing to give Assassin's Creed a chance because like, you pretty much well you played the third one. Yeah. But playing the if you just play the first one, I feel like you've got about the same thing as me only watching one Batman. Yeah. So. So so are we agreed? I'm going to try Assassin's Creed this week, and you're going to watch. Sure, if you can figure out a way to try it, yeah, yeah. I'll try it. I'll try to figure out a way. If I have to borrow your Xbox for a couple hours, yeah, I'll can, give no it a go. And just yeah, yeah. And you can play the second one. What you can do is you'll bring your Xbox. We'll get two TVs in here. You'll put you'll watch Batman while I play okay. Assassin's Creed. We'll just cram it all in at the same exact okay. time. <laughs> okay. Well, man, that was a that was a fun podcast. That was yeah. I guess, I mean, that's that's. Do we have was, anything else that we want to talk about? I think that about? was all. I mean, I had I had my kayak adventure on here, but we're. I mean, that's going to take a while to talk about. Well, do you so, want to talk about it now? You no, want to talk, well, no. it'll be old news by the time we do this again. Well, I mean, there's not really a whole lot to talk about. I was just you know. I thought some you were going to bring that in actually on the things that you love that I hate. I thought it was a fishing story. No, I'll use that for next time. Okay, I'll yeah. use that for next. Yeah, Seth doesn't like fishing either. But basically, uh, me and another friend this week. Uh, you know how me? I mean, me and Seth were talking about how we like a lot of stuff, not just doing nerd stuff. I mean, me and one of my friends went out kayak camping. So we put. Only what we could carry on a kayak. I would actually love that. I was going to say, you yeah. need to come sometime. Yeah. But if you, do you have a kayak? 
No, but I think Caleb does. My cousin, I could probably borrow one. Yeah, I mean, it's not too. I think I would like to buy a kayak, but that's you need to get a good one because of what I'm about to say. Okay, so (laughs) are you telling the story now, or are you going to wait? No, I was just going to say a little bit about. Okay, so we took only what what we could carry on a kayak. We took only food we took was jerky and and granola bars, and we took water. We were going to catch our food, which we did. We caught food, filleted them. Camped in hammocks, built a fire out of nothing. I mean, we, we had a lighter, but I mean, it was. I'm I mean, sure that's pretty still, legit. Hans probably still started a fire with nothing, though, didn't he? Yeah, he no, no, to. he he used oh, really? a lighter. Yeah, he's grown up because he used to would. Not, yeah, he, he would not go out in the woods unless he got to make. Yeah, a fire. he'd take a flint or something yeah. and try to do it real legit. But no, we have in an actual survival situation. If you got a lighter, you're going to use a lighter. Right. But everything was great the first day. Camped, slept pretty good, had a fire, had food. We were all right. He's putting Second some spoilers day. for next week, folks. He's going to get y'all hooked and make y'all come back right here. <laughs> Fishing story hooked. Second day, we, uh, I mean, the first day we were really trying to catch food, you know, so we were catching anything. The second day we were just trying to bass fish because that was the idea. We, we didn't catch hardly any fish, but my kayak started to fail me. I have a cheap Ozark Trail kayak that. I got last year. Not sponsored. Obviously. Not sponsored. And I don't claim them. Wouldn't claim it. And it's it's all... I, the last time we went, it, Hans and Malachi were in, were in Rachel's two-man kayak. And they flipped over one time. I took this little crappy kayak. I didn't... I managed to not flip over. By the end of this day, I had flipped over so many times. It was unbelievable. I couldn't do anything. There was water getting in the bottom of my boat. It's not sealed well. It's cheaply made. And it's just designed to get water in it. And then when we got done, I realized there was a hole in the bottom of my kayak. I guess I wore through it at some point. It hit a rock or something and mm-hmm. knocked a hole in it. So very cheaply made. I lost my rod and reel and Hans's machete because of that kayak. So now I have ordered a new kayak. And me and Hans were talking about this. Can you imagine being the guy that has to deliver a kayak in his UPS truck? <laughs> How mad you would be if you're like, who the heck ordered a kayak in the COVID-19 pandemic? <laughs> Well, but camping and hiking is like one of the true, yeah. accepted activities. It's something you can do. Yeah. So anyway, uh, it's on back order, so I don't know when it's coming, but I've got a good A lot of kayak. people are getting those kayaks, apparently. Probably. Yeah. But it should actually be a good quality kayak. And uh, Well, I'll try to get away with you all sometime again, because yeah, I would sometime. actually enjoy that. Yeah, we can take a whole crew, especially when Malachi gets back from Panama. Yeah. We'll go. But do you, ha- you have a hammock? Yeah, I think so. I used to. One of those Eno. No. No, that's what well, that's pretty much I can't what you need. One of those. Well, anything anything that, that you can just hang up. I mean something you can carry with you and hang up. I would rather sleep on the ground. Well just bring a bedroll then. Yeah. Anyway, okay, that may be an adventure. Yeah, he's not going to have, he will not have to tell that story because he told the whole thing, I think. Right yeah, I went ahead. I mean, that was it, basically. I mean, I could get into detail, but that that was pretty much. I broke my kayak. And I was pretty, I was ticked about it. Because we, I mean, we were having a good time. Luckily, it was right in the final stretch when I figured out it was broken. Yeah. But when you when Did you, you go get, to Buffalo, no, it, it's a it's a creek over okay. in Prim. I mean, it's rapids. Oh, I mean, if even if you don't like to fish, it's a fun float. Mm. Twelve miles. How long did y'all camp? We went Tuesday afternoon. We were trying to leave Tuesday morning. Ended up leaving Tuesday afternoon because of work, and uh, we camped Tuesday night and finished it Wednesday. Mm. But it's good fishing and fun floating and just, good just a jolly good time. Yeah. yeah, I went camping with Hans once. Yeah, just me and him. And and the coons. He was up very bored. Stuff. I enjoyed it more than he did. 
Yeah. <laughs> True story. It was a pretty bad experience. We just, I mean, it, the exact same thing happened every single time I fished with you guys. No one caught anything. Well, when we went, now when we, when we go to the Buffalo, well, the last time we went to the Buffalo, we took some boats so we could just float down to the blue hole down there, mm-hmm. you know, and we caught a lot of fish doing that. It's hard to catch them just from there where we camp. I've went to the Blue Hole many times at the Buffalo and never seen anyone catch one there either from the shore. Yeah, you got to be out there floating down because that's like three miles or something. Last time I was at the Buffalo was with a church group and uh, someone took a kayak, but I didn't get to go on it. But I think it just seemed more fun being around that camp area with a kayak. It would have been much better. Much better. But yeah, the Buffalo does not compare to this creek as far as like rapids. I mean, it's fast water the whole Mm -hmm. time. I would probably flip because I've never been in a kayak. I've only canoed. Well, I don't know what's easier to flip. A canoe looks like it'd be easier to flip to me. But a one-man kayak at Agile, you just get down there and just yeah. tank through it. You got Me and Hans, one thing we figured out is you've got to keep the nose in front of you. As soon as you start doing this, you're going over in bad stuff. You've got to keep the, you got to point the nose where you're wanting to go. If you keep the nose in front of you, you won't flip. But that's the problem. You start bashing into rocks, you lose control pretty quick, and then you flip over. But... If you can try to keep the nose in front of you, you won't flip. Well, we'll definitely have to try this sometime. Yeah, we'll go. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's that's all for the podcast. Yeah. Say it in common. Episode one. See ya. We're out. Thanks for tuning in for this episode of Say It In Common. If you liked what you heard, hit that subscribe button to make sure you don't miss our next episode. Also, hit us up on Facebook and Instagram because we would love to hear from you guys. Episode 2 of The Commoners of D&D will drop this weekend, so stay tuned. We'll see you next time.